<laughs> James, hello. Nobody, James, nobody can see you throwing up gang signs. In the, I'm not throwing gangs. I'm just throwing up the devil's horns. That's, that's yeah. That's that's a gang in itself, man. That's right. The, the devil's the devil's gang. Oh man. Uh, yeah. You know, for an, for for an atheist, you sure are uh, uh, pretty adamant about the devil, huh? First off, I don't know if I've ever self-identified to you as an atheist. Uh, yes, uh, you have. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. On the show, and it's recorded. <laughs> I I mean I don't remember that. I'm just saying I I, I literally don't remember you, saying you, that. You strike me as more of an agnostic kind of a. Well, no, I mean I'm pretty. Uh, let's not. This is nobody's <laughs> listening to this for uh, philosophical, <laughs> theological. Uh, but aren't they? I mean, my love they, of. Uh, aren't, aren't they? Aren't, I'm just saying, man. You're just you're. He was just representing with the. Either he was saying double devil, or he was saying he loves us twice as much. Exactly. One of the two. I don't want to. I, I'm going to take both, or he loves the, or he loves the devil. Well, well, I I I do apologize uh, if you want me to edit this out. I can, but that being said, no, we uh, we're doing it live. We are. Let's go in commando. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> doing it live. <laughs> Well, oh, ladies and gentlemen, you. for that intro, we this is Going Commando. I am indeed one of your hosts, Tank Rodriguez, and join me via Zoom, my esteemed colleagues and movie experts. You know them as Jimothy James Dean. How you doing, sir? Sup, sup, sup? Yeah, that's a good sup, man. I like that. And of course, we got the dirtiest of the dirtiest, the dirty, dirty Derek. Yep, dirtiest of the D's. Hello. Dirtiest no. of the D. You should watch it, man. <laughs> hey, we're in a, you know what? Don't tell me. Pandemic. Don't watch tell me what to do. I, I put a face mask on it. That's all I'm saying. I want to go in public. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to hey, spread before, it, and I don't, don't want to catch it. You know what I mean? I feel you, brother. That's right. Before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, I do want to share some good updating news for you. Uh, <laughs> Many of you asked for it, and we, we finally delivered, meaning I finally was not lazy enough to actually be productive and do something. Uh, we are on social media now. Finally. Folks, and I'll say this at the beginning. So, but if, but if, if you want to follow along and listen and, and, and tweet us on, on the Twitter and, or you know, Instagram us, you, you can do it. Uh, both Twitter and Instagram handles are at TankRodPod. That's T-A-N-K-R-O-D-P-O-D. -O -O uh, for Going Commando, you can use the hashtag TankRodPod or hashtag Going Commando. Uh, but yeah, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Say hello. Uh, you know, as you're listening, you can tweet us, and we will be sure to answer any questions. Yeah. I'm gonna like, just go on record as saying uh, we can do that too. I'm just going to go on record and saying is if I just found something called Tank Rod Pod, I wouldn't <laughs> think it was this podcast. Hey, hey, you know what? Even if it's not, still Google it anyway. I know, exactly. In fact, it may get us more listeners. Yeah. That's right. And while you're, while you're at it, can you please just check to see what the uh, acronym is for the BBC if you're Googling things? Uh, and, so. and, and speaking speaking of which, you can also follow us on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> that's right um yes we, we also we also um, have some uh, profiles on farmers only i'm just 
Well, you know, uh, that being said, I'm, I'm excited to see where, you know, to, to communicate with our audience and, and see if we actually have an audience, <laughs> but, uh, um, it should be interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, that, that was pretty much it as far as, you know, social media goes. Um, and before we get into what we watched this past week, uh, I, I do want to, I do think that, uh, I'll, I'll give it to Derek about an exciting sequel that's about to happen. Oh, and I know, so I, know I know, I know, I know, I know, I know Jimothy is excited about it to get his question answered that he's long, 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 long wondered about. Uh, go ahead, Derek. We heard through the, uh, the movie grapevine and from, from the uh, great Sylvester Stallone himself, Stallone. that Stallone, <laughs> as they say in the French, He's Lost the second Stallone. best of the Stallone brothers. <laughs> He's no Frank Stallone. But... Well, nobody's Frank <laughs> What's Stallone. What's the other one? Not... Frank Stallone. Frank. There we go. <laughs> I think he only has one brother, so. That's he... famous, anyway. <laughs> that's, that's famous. Uh, yes. Maybe maybe he will be in this movie, too. One can I hope. hope. So. Uh, maybe he will be the bad guy. Um, anywho, so... Uh, <laughs> There are has been an announcement that they are in the works of making a Demolition Man two, which, if anybody who's listening to this podcast knows, it's it's one of my favorite movies uh, of all times. Now, uh, Jimothy is, is very tired of hearing about the three seashells and how they work. I think it's very, I think it's very fascinating, and I would like to get more in depth knowledge on how they work. So that's the one thing I'm hoping for the sequel, as well, is give me some in depth. Uh, knowledge of the three seashells also um i don't know who other than Stallone who's going to be in it maybe they'll bring some new bad guys maybe you know definitely i don't know what Dennis leary's doing but he should come back as uh, Edgar friendly sandy bullock let's let's get her in there too let's put some i, I do have a request some though ha- some halo Let, let's sex sex headsets yes right. definitely but i do have hope that they leave one guy out and that's rob schneider and I yeah. hope he's never in, in that movie. <laughs> right. No, he has to be reserved for Judge Dredd Part Two. <laughs> uh, and hopefully, it in that Judge Dredd movie, it's a combination of crossover with Carl Urban's Judge Dredd, and Carl Urban just shoots him <laughs> in the first five seconds. That's Sorry, the opening God. shot of the movie. I, I do like. Dude, you know, I got my wish with seeing Edward Furlong shot in the first five minutes of. Uh, in the Terminator, of, the, so, of the Terminator movie? I mean, it's crazier things can happen. I was like, you know, it was funny because I, I watched that movie and I was like, this is not going to be good. And then they got to that scene. I'm like, well, all right, we'll pick it up now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's great. I saw a picture of him at some Comic-Con and it was terrible. It was just For terrible. Long? Or yeah. Yeah, he's a Bert, fucking... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, Rob Schneider looks way better than I would Furlong. That's his I know, yeah. Nobody that's looks his... worse than I would Furlong. Oh, my God. Well, the poor guy, like, please, you know, uh, there was a New Year's Eve picture, too, of him hanging out with, like, Ron Jeremy, like, New Year's that's Eve. That's what I told you guys and, about that. Yeah. Yes. I found that James, picture online. James showed us. Yeah, James showed us that picture. I really had a hard time figuring which one was Ron Jeremy and which I one know. was... God, so depressing. It is. It's my whole youth, man. Like one of those one of those guys still what one of those guys still gets laid. That's right. That's and that's a a sad, sad thing. No, I mean you know there you know there's somebody out there that's got like a massive heart on for John Connor, and that's probably where (laughs) or is a big fan of Pet Cemetery too. 
and it's that's right. Or there's, there's somebody out there who uh, just <laughs> needs that needs that cheap ass black tar heroin that fucking. Uh, they just want a little hit, baby. They'll suck, suck Don Connor's dick for just a little hit. <laughs> oh, that's, that's T6. The T6 Tar 100. The D6. The D6000. Anyways, yes. Very excited about uh, that, though. Uh, very good news. Yeah, but going... Going back to to Denmark, and and of course it, it's the obvious. Like like, do you mention the three seashells? Do you explain it, or do you leave that like as like an like a you know one of those urban legends for movies? No, they if they, they may mention it, I don't think they're gonna. They'll make reference to it. I would say if you're a fan of that movie, you're that's the first thing that's coming to your mind is like, how do they use the goddamn three C? They, they, they go back to two ply. That's what I want to know. Maybe in the future, that they they <laughs> in, in the world of uh you know. Edgar Friendly, they they went back to to two fly two fly burgers and uh, are eating uh, rat burgers now. Um, I just want to know if Taco Bell is still going to be relevant. That's what I want to know. Was it replaced? Is there another chain of yeah. restaurants available? Is it like Pizza Hut World now? I don't know. I want Benjamin Brown. I want I want to see I want to see him come back, but he was like kind of getting all decked out at the end of that last movie. So I want to be him, see him full blown like Cholo. <laughs> in that movie like like greetings and salutations <laughs> he's Man, just saying the just, Oscar Mayer Wheatier song it, it's just it, it's just interesting that like Stallone's almost like 80 and like he's still like racking this up I mean yep. like it's it's gonna be a flop it, it, that's 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 the deal like, oh I, I just, don't even say that man don't don't say oh, that it's gonna be a God, flop man I, Look, Look at this. Final Blood. What? Well, all right. So yes, like I do agree with that, but I'm hoping that like that is. So I think that that like Final Rambo movie was like a Stallone pushed and produced, but I I think this is not. The thing is, though, I don't think they. I don't think the name Demolition Man has the cash that I think either he thinks it does, or you know, it's not it's necessarily a pretty popular the, movie. To a degree, but not in the same way like a Rocky or Rambo had had a, like a level of popularity. But uh, but I think no, but sometimes because of that, they can do something more unique with it. But uh, here's the one thing I will give Stallone. Ever since his quote unquote comeback, you know, a few years ago, um, these some of those movies are fucking forgettable. But everything that's come out from the the Rocky, you know, family of movies, whether it was you know. Uh, Rocky Balboa and then um, Creed. Creed. Not necessarily Creed 2, but not that Creed 2 is a bad movie, but just, but those were good movies. The right. two subsequent Rambo movies, um, I mean, this, the, new, the, the, the newest one, the last one, The Last Blood, is just like, I don't know, fucking alt-right the movie, but um, uh, you know, people <laughs> liked it. Um, uh, uh, and, you know, but he's trying to make actual, like, you know, competent films and not just cashing on his name. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope for Derek's sake it's good. Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to like yeah, it. Too. I'm going to yeah, like it regardless, true. even if it is a flop. It doesn't matter. But all I, all I do ask is that there is a great storyline in the comics that they continue because there's a Demolition Man comic that takes place after uh, 
kind of after the events of the first one and it involves his daughter. And I think that that's, you know, like I, I always kind of wonder about that because they allude to it in the, in the comic, he finds his daughter. And um, I think she is part of the Edgar friendly, like underground dwellers. And that's how like they reconnect. So I just thought it was cool. But what I, what I, I'm kind of thinking is like, you know, is there going to be like different like factions? I, maybe there's time travel. I don't know. I just, I hope they do something cool with it. Because uh, it is futuristic, and it's actually, I think it's twenty thirty something. That is like the official like year of Demolition Man in the future. So, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Well, I guess I guess we'll find out if the if the Cocteau way was better or the the new regime with Bob. You know, it, I'm gonna better. tell you what though. I'm gonna be really butthurt if you get your the sequel to your favorite Stallone movie. And I don't get a Cobra 2 or a whatever Cobra TV series. That's got to be coming along. Like, They've been I, talking I about forever, that. but nothing so far. So I guess, you know what, that's I kind of irks me, though, like I, to, to a degree. Like I was actually watching uh, this, doc, this like news thing the other day on YouTube, and it was all about Back to the Future, like the next one. And like just how set they're against of making certain movies, like even as like fan demanded, they're just not going to do it. And I was like, you know what? Like, if you're not doing it for the fans, then, then who are you doing it for? Um, like, yeah, you don't need to make money, but isn't the whole thing about giving the fans what they want. I think there could be a million stories on Back to the Future. I know that's not the premise of our show tonight, but um, I, was, I was really kind of pissed. Like, Bob Dale was like, no, we're not going to, we're never going to do it. Never, ever, ever. Nobody wants to see Michael J. Fox with Parkinson's. But I was like, you know what? That would be a great storyline if, like, Parkinson's was a side effect of constant time travel. And the thing is, though, they're getting it to the point where, I mean, Christopher Lloyd doesn't have much longer. You know, Michael J. Fox is, you know, I just don't see, I don't, if they don't do it in the next, like, two years, it's never going to happen. I, yeah. So uh, Tom Holland let it slip that they were, they yeah. were like, they have talked to him about a reboot. I guess they're doing like they're doing a musical. I don't know. But I was just thinking to myself, movies like that, movies like Cobra, um, were like, it's got a good fan base and people would want to see a continuation of that. Like just fucking do it, man. I would watch, I would watch a Cobra TV show all day. Uh, the thing is I would love a show, but the thing is it's casting that lead character. Ca- casting Marion Cobretti would be very difficult and capturing the tone, but I would much rather see a TV show than some shitty remake movie. Um, but you what know, about they, like what about like John Barthol who did uh, the Punisher? Like he would be, I could see him in like that Cobra type role. Do you know like, who? Else? Yes, John Barthol would be good. He's a great actor. You know what else I think would be really good is um, uh, um, I'm blanking the actor's name, but he's in all of the. He's like in the Purge two and later. Um, oh, uh, Frank Grillo. Crossbones. Frank Grillo, thank yeah, you. Like, yeah, his name yeah. was on the tip of my tongue. I think he'd be really fucking good, too. Yeah, he would be. He's kind of got the, the, I think he's got more of the stature of, like, yeah. the John Cobra, like, because he's very, like, he's he's built, but he's kind of, uh, like, kind of more thinner. He's a little, like, And, I mean, he's, like, he's, he's, I mean, if you watch those Purge movies, he definitely seems like a legit, he could be, like, a very believable yeah. badass. Yeah, he plays a good, like, cop on the edge, too. Like, he's done a couple movies where he's been, like, that, that cop who kind of teeters on the line or the fringe. Um, so yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. I think he would be, I think he would also be a good one as well. Um, well so. What about, and I, I know it sounds hokey, but you know, it's Cobra. What about the rock? 
I, I mean, think that would be like a reboot. I think that would have to be like they rebooted it or something. He would be. Yeah. But. It's too big. Yeah, I mean, he's so big and he's such a bigger. I mean, I, you know, he, he surprised me. He's a legitimately, you know, he's a good actor. Um, but I just don't see him right for the role. But, you know, never say never. Is what there... about Rob Schneider? Perfect. <laughs> I, I rather have discussion. I rather have settled. I rather have Kevin Sorbo than Rob Schneider. <laughs> John Claude Van Damme or uh, Seagal. Ah, thank you Seagal. for listening to Going Commando. <laughs> We're going off the rails. I'm sorry. Yeah, we are. But we are hey, going off the rails uh, and uh, do you want to talk about what y'all? Do you want to skip that and go to Ali- uh, go to Aliens? I'll um, talk about one thing I watched. Okay, um, me too. Just because. So I, I watched this documentary about um, Ghostbusters fans, uh, and it had to be one of the most fucking annoying movies. And I love so uh, I have a weird soft spot for um, documentaries about pop, like pop culture documentaries, especially around fandoms, because there's a ton of really great documentaries like that. And you know they're not always going to win Oscars, but you know usually you can engage with the people they choose. And, you know, like I said, I, I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan, just like every person on earth should be. Um, but they, the people they chose in this were, should never be on, first off, they should never be seen. They should fucking live in holes under the fucking under parking lots. Um, but it was just like the most, it was the most try. Please and like and like, subscribe. <laughs> exactly. But they had like, it had this thing had like, Sigourney Weaver was in this. Uh, Bill Murray, or not Bill Murray, <laughs> no, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Ivan Reitman. Like, it had big names from the movie in the documentary, but the, all of the fans were just the worst people. Like, were they were they like the worst representation of fandom that you could have? Dude, they were so like they were on the like the annoying fringe of fandom. Yeah, and the thing is, but they but they tried to make them as like they, the way they edited it was to make them seem like really like likable people with heartbreaking stories like no this one the main guy they talked to whose teeth were like six different colors um i don't first time i thought i had like eaten like fried chicken and he had like chicken skin on his teeth i was like what anyways um uh, he's like he's like asperger's to the max he's super obnoxious and doesn't can't read like social cues and like the end of the, so the end of the movie is they have all these like you know because they talk about you know th- there's one in San Antonio I've seen them out where you know they have the Ghostbusters like Art. Texas Ghostbusters and the yeah. New New Jersey Ghostbusters well so it's about that all these different clubs and members of it but at the end of it they invite all these people to the see the first trailer to the Ghostbusters remake um the the the, the Paul Feig one and they'll mm-hmm. go out and dude I I mean Ivan Reitman is there, Paul Feig is there, all these people and that guy is being so obnoxious and I'm just like, how did this movie get made? Like, there's nobody else you could have talked to? But yeah, it, it was... Do you, do you think it was made by people that are equally annoying probably in, in the fandom I mean, they, and they think they, that that's appropriate, like, like behavior? Because that's, that's what I tend to find is like, in those documentaries the people that are making it are just as obnoxious probably oh, as the yeah. people that are that are in it um possibly very possibly i thought it was just my thing i took away from it was like maybe the the ghostbusters fandom is so gross and pathetic and that like, the best that you can find but 
I hope not. I mean, I what's like, the, what's I the like name of it? What, what's the name of the documentary? I do not remember. It's on Amazon oh, Prime. Right. That's all I know. All right. it's, it's I'll, I'll look for it on Prime. Yeah. Um, that sucks, man, because I really love Ghostbusters. And actually, that's the one dis- very disappointing thing of like this whole pandemic was the, the moving of the Ghostbusters movie to uh, to like 2021. So that, that annoyed me thoroughly. I could, after any other movie that was moved, that was probably the one I was most excited about this summer was to check it out because I, I do like Ghostbusters quite a bit. And, I, I yeah. like, and here's the thing. It's like people shit on the, the all-female remake. I really liked it. So, um, and I know it's not like canon with the typical Ghostbusters movie, but I just thought it was, I thought they, they took a chance on it. And I liked the ghosts. I thought the ghosts were great. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, the blue lighting thing was interesting, but I actually thought it was a little too jarring. Like it may even sometimes made it hard to look at. Yeah. But yeah, no, I did like the designs of the ghosts. I actually, yeah. I, I mean, I, it's, 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 I was actually talk, just talking about this. It's not the most like memorable movie. It's actually pretty forgettable once you like once you stop. But you know, it was fine. It's not people. People five it is like fucking the the biggest. Yeah. You know, like the Holocaust of films, and like it ruined my childhood, which is the most obnoxious thing. But um, but you know, it was, it was fine. Like I thought Chris Hemsworth was fucking good in it. I thought Kate yeah. McKinnon was really good. Yeah. No, um, I I. I I think Kate McKinnon is great, and like, yeah, she's great. I liked her. I liked her character. Um, I, I even like uh, Melissa McCarthy, and I'm not a huge fan of hers. Um, Kristen Wiig was great. Um, I even liked the bad guy because I even, though, even the bad guy was likable, like the uh, rolling annoying guy at the hotel. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, I really kind of think you're kind of funny, actually. You're prick, but that's okay. I, I like you. Uh, I don't know. People should in that movie, and I, I was like, it's not as bad as you're making it out to be, and. At the time, nobody was getting any other Ghostbuster movie, so I was like, "Well, yeah. well, shit, we're not going to get anything else." And Bill Murray's on a board, and nobody can agree on this. And Harold well, see, here's the thing, that. Derek: we don't hate women, so we were uh, we were going to give it a chance. Yeah, uh, that's but, true. You know, um, <laughs> here on here on Going Commando, we don't hate women. No, we try. Uh, we, we like them a lot. So we we think they're valuable members of the human race. Um, that's right. So here's. So my last thing on this, and then we can talk okay. about what you want to talk about, is just that uh, I am excited for the new one. I liked, I thought the trailer was really interesting. I thought it was really, uh, felt like an Amblin movie. Felt like uh, like a Spielberg movie, the, the, yeah. the way the trailer was made. Um, I like, you know, Paul Rudd, and I think it could be good. Um, but, you know, watching the documentary, I was like, you know what? It, it, we don't need a sequel. Like, that's my, my takeaway was like, you know, For, like unless you were gonna do like a sequel right away, like you know, like a Ghostbusters three, like four or five years after part two, like you're not gonna find a more. I mean, Hollywood has managed to do miracles and you know remakes that are worthwhile. And but Ghostbusters is people hate Ghostbusters two, and Ghostbusters two is still a good movie. I think it's still a good movie, but people yeah. hate it. So I think because people, the first one is so beloved that anything after that is just maybe going to disappoint. And I felt like, you know, it didn't need like a, a sequel. That's why I thought like a reimagining or a reboot might have been like, okay, well, let's just do that. But at this day and age, I'm at the age now where I'm like, I, I say never say never. And I'll be like, you know, whatever, I'll give it a shot. But at the end of the day, like if, you know, because I said, I think I mentioned before, there was a rumor a long time ago that, the, they were going to do Ghostbusters 3, but that it was going to be uh, Chris Farley, Chris Rock, um, 
I forget the the four that they had choose, but basically yeah. a '90s SNL like thing. And I was like, oh, that's cool, but it never came to be. But that might have been the only way I would have said it was acceptable. Yeah, and anyway. and then there was there was other variations too of like, in, in Future State after Paul Figg's one, they were, they talked about doing like an all male one, like a yeah. multiverse situation where it was going to be like Chris Helmsworth and uh, Jonah Hill and yeah. a couple other and Fat Jonah Hill. I just want to clarify that um, <laughs> Fat Jonah Hill, not Skinny Jonah Hill. Uh, but back when Jonah Hill was was heavier, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it, I, that's what I yeah, call I him as skinny. I don't, I don't know what happens when people when when heavier comedians lose a lot of weight, they they tend to be less funny. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know, man. Jonah Hill, he's not like at his heaviest, but he's not like at, I guess he's pretty heavy in uh, in um, in Wolf of Wall Street, but that's still like no, he dropped a ton of weight though when he was in Maniac, like yeah. Um, in that movie, but now he's like doing more like more serious things. You don't see him in uh twenty twenty three Jump Street, you know. I think his, I think he bounces back. Yeah, no, he does. I actually do like Jonah Hill as an actor. I just I, it's just an observation that I made. Like tend to be that uh, seems to be when like people like lose a lot of weight, they tend to be I don't know, just like comedian wise. Like I, I think they like I think it's just a level of like self deprecating humor that kind of makes you a little bit funnier, and like when you don't have that piece of it anymore kind of you i don't want to see you lose like your comic edge where you just lose an element of your your comedy just an observation but i uh, still like jonah hill anyways i think he's a he's a pretty good actor i liked him over wall street um i don't know how he is this person but he can oh, me real, real quick i do have to point this out i i saw i say a comic con a few years ago uh, jonah hill and seth rogan walked past me uh we were downtown at a theater seeing a screening of something and um they walked past us and they are so goddamn they are so much shorter. Seth Rogen at Max has to be like five seven, five eight. Jonah Hill must be like five five. Wow. They were, he I was so shocked. I was I was like, what? I was like, and they were as far I if I put my elbow like this, I would have touched them. Um uh, yeah, I was I was a Seth Rogen is being told Jonah Hill, no way. Like he's short to James Franco, and that says a lot. Like yeah. um and James Franco does not strike me as a tall drink of water. Um but that it's being always, said, it's always surprising <laughs> when you see celebrities in person. It is. It is always a little surprising when you when you see people uh, in person. And you know, I did actually. I did watch something this week, and I totally slipped my fucking mind what I was even gonna. <laughs> I was even gonna bring up. Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, I, I did finish. I did finish my uh, Quentin Tarantino um, marathon of movies. So nice. I did. I did watch them all, uh, which was great. Um, I saved Reservoir Dogs for last. Um, so, but that was good. Uh, but there, there was something. Oh, you know what I watched? I watched a movie that I <laughs> really shout out to Mike for recommending a movie called Donkey Punch. Um, so suspenseful uh, mystery. Now I know that's exactly what he said when he. No, when no, he, I, he, that's what he said. Hey, you ever, you ever? Uh, his wife actually texted me and said, "Hey, Derek, have you ever seen the movie Donkey Punch?" And I said, "I feel like this is a very loaded question." Um, and I was like, uh, "He's like." They said it's a spring break movie, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I know what you're talking about, Donkey Punch. Um, but I hadn't, se- I hadn't seen it, so I-, I did watch it last night, and it wasn't bad. Remind me, give me a, like a little bit of a feel of like a dead calm type uh, scenario on the open water, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was Tried something new. That's all I'm saying. Um, nice. It definitely, it definitely was not what you would envision uh, a movie called called Donkey, Donkey Punch. Punch. Yeah, Donkey Punch to be. Uh, so. It's like a thriller. Yeah, it was like a thriller in the water and 
girl dies and they're trying to cover it up and then there's witnesses you know frat boys killing preppy sorority girls on the on the international waters you know good good times good times good times but you know what it was in there aliens aliens were not there and that was the subject of our our topic tonight was alien movies so um which i thought was pretty pretty fitting fitting being like a week or two ago right it was about two weeks ago was national aliens alien day that's right and uh a couple days ago was star wars day fuck you know i can i just say for the record i hate it when people say may the fourth be with you well you know what fuck you all right i'm not gonna say it back to you i'm gonna say fuck you and you as well okay just i it has gotten so annoying everywhere you go. Oh. Fourth be with you. May the fourth be. You know what? Live wrong and prosper, motherfuckers. That's well. I'm down with that. Um, that's Derek. For the listeners, Derek is throwing very <laughs> know, uh, yes. interesting hand gestures. <laughs> I gave and, the and Vulcan you know. live long and prosper, <laughs> and then I also gave the the, uh, the bird salute, of freedom. <laughs> the bird of freedom. <laughs> on that, I just irked. It just irks me. But. Um, that Look, said, I, it is, it's been a space week for a couple weeks now. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I, I have not had anybody actually say that to me, and I probably would be like, "What the fuck? Are you ten?" Well, um, I, <laughs> I heard it all day. Yeah. See. If you know the the line of work I'm in, you know why. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're you're, made, you're male prostitute. <laughs> I'm a That's male right. prostitute. That's right. I, I also, by the way, just yeah, I said this before, I totally thought uh, on the same day of May the 4th be with you was Cinco de Mayo. So I was one day off of Cinco de Mayo too. Uh, so I was totally fucked the next yeah. day when everybody was like, happy and, Cinco de Mayo. I'm like, you guys don't even know what day well, it is. <laughs> and and that, that's, that's alien related, right? <laughs> yeah. well, depending on what right wing or left wing you fall on i guess you can, you can say that uh at least I, tank you get to say that so that's fine uh, funny story my uh i get to say we did a we did it we did a zoom call tonight with my uh my wife's like 88 year old grandfather and uh we're online my, my son goes in and uh we we're talking about some type of like tv show oh we talked about my my dog my dog is a big fan of uh watching prison shows she gets really mad if i don't put it on lockup uh when I'm doing stuff, she barks uh, if I don't put it on lockup. And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "She likes watching lockup, and she likes watching the show about keeping Mexicans out of the border." And I'm like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" You know what he's talking about is Border Patrol. Like, oh, there's a Border fuck. Patrol show. Uh, they they catch like drug dealers. Like, but I was like, "To the 80 year old grandfather, he's deaf, so he didn't oh, hear shit. Oh, he didn't hear oh, shit." But I heard it. And I was like, <laughs> I, "What he's referring to?" Just to let you know. I know we live in Texas, and I, you know, but like, he's just talking about Border Patrol. That's what he's talking about. Like, Jeez. I was like, "Man, like, don't." God, that's terrible. Um, so, um, wow. they, yeah, gotta gotta go chuckle. Probably just should monitor all my Trump <laughs> watches. But uh, you know, b- before I let y'all go on a rant, uh, I watched two Alien movies in preparation for this. Uh, I watched Signs, and and uh, I watched uh, Close Encounters. Uh, very two separate, different Alien type movies. Um, I gotta say. Um, I always love signs. Um, there's something about it this time, I guess, you know, watching it as I'm older, didn't like it as much. It was, it was really interesting. Like, it was interesting. Like, I think I was more annoyed by, and this is going to sound snobby and I'm not snobby at all. I promise. Um, 
but like the 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 camera angles the way they focused on the head a lot like there was a lot of headshots and it didn't really mean anything to me i don't know um but i watched close encounters and that movie is love it and like i for, I, ha I hadn't seen that movie since i was probably like you know like 12 or 13 and the whole time i'm just thinking about what these aliens look like and i'm so fucking happy at the end that that, that big old payoff when they show the aliens yeah. and then and more so the way they communicate me being a musician i thought it was like i I, that, that was probably my favorite part was like the communication scene and the whole fucking synth wave sound. It was just beautiful. Anyway, just wanted to get that off my chest. No, no. Get, go, yeah. Solid I mean, movies. Okay. I, yeah. No, go ahead, man. Oh, I was going to say, no, it's funny because I think... Oh, no, that was it. Touch on. <laughs> I, I feel like Close Encounters is one of those movies that is has been a little lost generationally because it was a huge... I mean... You know, in the 80s and, you know, even into the 90s, that was a, a touchstone movie. It was a movie everybody knew and great scene. Um, you know, Richard Dreyfuss' performance in it is incredible. I mean, every, the movie's is great. Great ending. One of those staple Amblin films. Um, but I think, I think in the years since, in the last couple of decades, I don't think it's held, not that it hasn't held up artistically, I don't think it's held people's attention or their imagination like it used to or and or that i feel it deserves right but it's one of those movies that's like if you've never seen it you it's a class it's it needs to be seen yeah i totally agree i i love close encounters it's one of my like favorite alien movies growing up as a kid um i was just making all those mashed potato uh mountains, mountains uh, yeah. mashed potatoes when i was a kid um <laughs> science i never really got into it um I know a lot of people, uh, I hear from a lot of people like, wow, science really scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Those aliens were so freaky. I, I just, you know, that was a movie, you know, coming off the sixth sense. I, to me, it kind of, it kind of bored me. It wasn't the type of alien movie that I, I was really into. I also watch it now and I'm like, does Mel Gibson really dislike them because they're aliens or are they perhaps just like, uh, he doesn't believe that their alien race was annihilated. I don't know. Like, is it some anti-Semitic stuff going on with them? The movie makes no, I mean, look, it's, and this is well documented, but like, the, you know, as you watch the movie, it's fun. In fact, there's some really, the, the when they play like the video of the kid's birthday party um, and the alien walks by in the background. Just the Brazilian what are you seeing? Yeah, like that's, that's a great scene. It's, and it's pretty like, oh shit, that makes you jump and stuff. And the performances are really good. Why the fuck would aliens come to a planet that's like 85% the thing that can kill them? Like, what the fuck? And also, how does water? Like, I actually never thought. I actually never thought of that until you just said it. But really? that makes total. That makes total sense. I don't know because I just found that like the it, it's like the the idea in like uh, that the human. Uh, I think it's like War of the Worlds, right? Like the, the, the flu is like the killer of. Well, see, that actually makes sense. That makes sense because. They would have no antibodies for our germs, for our, you know, like that makes sense. But everything that's living has to have, like, it, 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 it's also like a, it makes no sense scientifically. Living things that like breathe and contain water, it has to. So to, it makes no sense. The movie's fucking nice. stupid. But these guys, these guys, maybe, maybe they're dehydrated like a banana. Maybe. I don't know. That's why they're all and, like. The, and then the comedic humor in it, like, it was just really bad timing. Like it, it never, it never, like uh, it was just like, is it was that absolutely necessary right there? Uh, uh, you know, just yeah. From all, from all, this felt misplaced, and it felt like it was, it was supposed to be taken as a serious movie, 
and then like with these these one-liners in there it it, it got it got pretty annoying yes and take i i'm surprised that you actually haven't brought up the one alien movie that fits perfectly in here which is they live <laughs> well this is the, this is a prime real estate for you to talk about that. It's a uh, it's a sore subject, and it's funny because I'm actually on a Reddit post right now, and I'm looking up they live. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so funny because I was going to bring that movie up tonight. Now uh, there you go, great segue. It's just a plan. It's probably my favorite <laughs> alien movie ever made. Really, be- beating aliens, beating alien, beating maybe not beating predator, but in the same. Uh, in the same ballpark. Yeah, I mean, and I love, I mean, who the fuck doesn't love Alien and, the, and Aliens? Those, the first two films are perfect. But as far as, as far as like movies I enjoy for whatever, you know, reason, uh, they live as, it's just one of those movies. I mean, first off, I have a shrine to Roddy Piper up there. Um, I love Roddy. I love John Roddy. Carpenter. Um, you know, like, uh, it's just, you know, it's got like an 18-minute alley fight scene. Like, what's not to love about it? Like, is it just John Nada? Like, it's like... That's a movie. See, that's a movie that needs a continuation. Oh, I, and I that I said, because, you know, dude, there's so much with thought. Like, you can build so much of that. There's so much that was left unsaid. Oh, let's not even... This is... We should honestly have a whole episode where we talk about they live. Because I, okay. I could talk about oh. it for two hours. We should talk about it for longer than the movie is actually a movie. But, uh, we should but do yeah, that. We should just play it in the background and see which finishes first. The exactly. movie or our podcast. Our, our I, podcast I, yeah. I reckon that the movie will finish first. Yeah. What about um, you, Derek? What's some of your favorite uh, uh, alien films? That's tough. Really, I, you know, I thought about this really hard because, I, I, you know me, I don't normally put parameters around films. Like, if it's, if it's alien, like, so... I think I kind of bucket things into like two myself, like into two categories. There's like alien movies that take place in outer space um, with aliens. And then there's also like kind of the invasion movies of kind of like aliens on earth that you're, you're dealing with. So I would say, you know, my favorite movie growing up is, uh, was uh, invaders of Mars invaders from Mars. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, That was a great movie when I was a kid, Uh, Karen Black, like the little kid in town knows everybody goes on the field trip yep. and uh, he knows everybody's turned into an alien or has been turned. And uh, James Karen is in it and nobody believes him except for like the one teacher and he's got like prove it to them. Um, I always, as a kid, like that movie always, um, that always creeped me out. Another movie I really liked too was, uh, was, was Puppet Masters, um, which is not a, uh, which is not a very common movie, but it's, uh, but the alien creature that, that connects to your back. And uh, it's like manipulates you through your, like goes through your, into your spine, nervous system, and yeah, basically like you're you're the human puppet, um, which is which is in that as, as well. Um, you know, I think that for me, like I I was a big fan of like the you know classic like some of the '80s movies. Obviously, Aliens is, is up there. Um, I you know, I like a majority of the Aliens movies. Um, for me, actually, it goes it goes two one. Four. I agree I with that. Over, I skip over three. Uh, that's actually that's actually pretty much. I mean, I don't. Aliens is a more fun movie than Alien. Um, there's something just about that first Alien that I love, but there's just so much about Aliens that is just fucking um, unbelievable. But yeah, I think here's my thing. 
So uh, Junet, um, Jean-Pierre Junet, who did uh, part four, um, interesting guy to do it. I like all the weird shit they did with Aliens 4 yeah. with like the, you know, kind of cloning Ripley and she's like got alien DNA in her and mm -hmm. like the whole like baby humanoid alien that comes out. I do think it's one of those movies that's like, and he's a great, I mean, that's the guy, the guy directed fucking Amelie. So it's a, a very weird pairing, but um, the first half of that movie is fucking perfect. The whole like intergalactic kind of like mercenary team with like yeah. um uh Ron Perlman and Ron Perlman uh, and then the yeah. guy who's in the Amelie and all those his film that yeah. weird looking French uh, dude that the, the African American guy with the dreads who yeah. uh, who's been in, in in a few different movies. Um why do I think he was in Predator too? Um now I'm gonna have to look it up. But um yeah I, I you know I really like the movie. A lot of people crap on that but uh I think it's great, like Winona Ryder as a the synthetic, yeah. um, mm -hmm. you know, versus like having like the classic like bitch up. Um, where I kind of draw the line is I was not a huge fan of like Prometheus and Covenant. Um, yeah, no, and, no. In those movies. Uh, well, I it actually like Prometheus but... more than I did Covenant. Uh, Same. I, I was so annoyed when Covenant came out. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think those, those are movies as well. Like I think if I'm talking about like movies that are kind of more like inter like intergalactic or like interplanetary like I, I love the fifth element that's that's another that's a great movie um it's got aliens in it so i mean kind of like i, I kind of lump it in lump it into that category but um kind of not when i was thinking about this topic like in like doing the aliens i was kind of thinking of the latter of like uh more the more the alien human versus alien type of uh like element. aliens come to like the, to Earth kind of movies. You mean? Yeah, alien invasion movies. Yeah, I will say this about uh, the Fifth Element. My original review of it was just the line when I, you know, when it first came out was uh, that only a French action movie would have the ultimate weapon be love, um, and that was how I like to sum up uh, Fifth Element. That and the crazy ass Gary Oldman uh, performance. But so yeah, I did the same thing. I, I kind of think of it like I think of like two kinds of aliens. One is you have the sort of uh, gray man slash little green men from Mars kind of aliens like the Mars attacks aliens or, you know, um, you know, and then, you know, to a more realistic degree, you know, it, it close encounters kind of aliens. Then the other, other end, I see it more of like aliens ripoff movies, which is a whole subgenre I love. Um, in fact, some of my favorite, so that's, there is this whole subgenre of movies that came out, whether it's like, uh, Galaxy of Terror, which has, uh, you know, uh, an incredible cast, including Sid Haig and uh, um, uh, Freddy Krueger himself. Uh, um, and also it's Joni from fucking uh, uh, Happy Days, Joni Cunningham. And oh, yeah. Uh, uh, my favorite Martian, uh, Ray, what's his name? Ray, um, forget his name. But um, it's actually a really good movie. It, and it's, it's funny because... Um, you know, it's it's well known. Galaxy Terror is known for having this really. First, I was known for being an alien ripoff and having a very cheesy movie poster. But um, first off, James Cameron was the art director on it, and like, it's actually a fucking good movie. It's got weird elements to it and some things where you're like, "Wow, this is so clearly ripping off Aliens with all the set design." But it's actually a fucking good movie. It's well, you know, it's it's a well constructed movie. Um, uh, there's uh, that, there's Inseminoid, which Derek, if you've never seen, I feel like is a movie right up your alley, uh, which is basically, you know, instead of chestburster aliens, it's 
inseminating it's basically like alien rape it's like these Ooh. aliens like impregnate women with their like alien spore and that movie's bananas it's it's not a good movie at all um it's got some pretty crazy special effects and creature makeup and puppets and stuff but it's, it's not necessarily a great movie but it's it's worth a watch um one of my favorites though is this movie creature which if you grow up in the 80s and went to vhs stores you know the cover uh the cover is very memorable and it's you know definitely one of the most obvious alien ripoff makeups of all time. I mean, the head looks sort of looks like a manta ray, or not like a um, like a uh, like an eel. Um, but like the when you actually see the body, it's like it's like pretty much identical to a xenomorph. Um, but it's actually like I said, it's a good movie. It's got Klaus Kinski in it, um, uh, um, and it's like I said, it's actually a pretty well well made movie. But what's really fascinating about it is. Um, a few years ago, I learned that, so the guy who directed Creature was going to make his, like afterwards, um, was actually going to make a movie called Dead Star, which he was actually working with H.R. Giger on. And it was basically like Hellraiser in space. Hmm. So before Event Horizon, they want, he wanted to make this sort of like satanic, demonic but presence, but in space. With Giger, like he and he and Giger work design. He's actually the, the director's actually a pretty good artist and could draw in a very Giger-esque uh, manner. But you should look it up. Like they have like some production stuff, like some production drawings and stuff. But it looked creepy as fuck. And like they're like the, they have like Satan. Is it like this Satan? Like just imagine H.R. Geiger drawing the devil. Amazing. I'm sold. So I'm, yeah, I'm and it looks so cool, it. but it never got made. And it's it's gotta be in one of my like my top three like. Damn, I wish this movie would have been made kind of scenarios. In fact, uh, I feel like it deserves a um I don't think there's enough of the movie that to like to put a, a like a release or yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, in fact, fuck that. They should make a documentary. Now I'm saying they should fucking actually make it. Make this movie. I will yeah. see this movie, but make um, make it. Make it now. Listen to Yeah. But yeah, like definitely. subscribe and then make it. Uh, you know you know movie right. always always really I, I really liked a lot growing up and it always creeped me out was a uh, fire in the sky yeah the movie's fun yes yes it's uh, one of, yes it's and a, induction movies are like even another whole like sort of they, they are they are and i you know i normally don't don't include them i i didn't think about it at first like honestly but when i was like recounting my brain before the the podcast i was like you know like what what are the other movies that like i i, I truly like stick out in my mind and, and that's one of them like even if it's an alien abduction movie um just you know i mean you always hear about the recountings of like alien abduction but like visually the way that movie was done was just blew my mind like it was just creepy i mean if anything is going to terrify you about aliens abducting you like that movie is is going to take the cake um hands down on fucking freaking you out um, yeah, for um, real. No, it's, it's oh. yes, it's very. And the thing is, it's a concept that never scared me. Um, as far as like, oh, big ducks by aliens. I'm like, who gives a shit? Like, you're on. I'm like, at the time, like, it'd be interesting. Like, I don't even know if you want probes in your ass. It depends on what tickles your fancy. But, um, but yeah, that movie made it scary. There's actually there was Fire in the Sky, and then there was another one with Mila Jovovich. Um, it's like something three. I guess there's like the name of the movie is something to do with like the different levels of alien abduction and like at the one where you're actually like full. Anyways, it's, it sounds stupid, but I remember the watching fourth it. Kind. 
the fourth kind. It's actually a good oh. movie. It's actually a pretty intense movie. Um, I even though I've seen that. Daniel Jovich, yeah, but, I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I, I watched it on that, a whim. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. That's the one where she like she's like uh she a interviews therapist. people, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a therapist. Okay. Yeah, and she has a video recording. Okay, yeah. That one's pretty oh, trippy. Yeah, it's got Elias Cotis in it as well. Yes, yeah, so Elias Cotis, exactly. Yep. Well, Patton. The thing oh, is, like, right. I mean, Fire in the Sky is probably the better of the two movies, but uh, yeah, totally. it has that kind of same overall vibe or whatever. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's it's funny. Like, I think that's, to your point, I think abduction movies are a whole nother animal. Um, every time I think alien movies, I, I do think of, like, the the man versus alien movie. The one that does come to mind, it's totally not. Uh, it's the same thing is I always think of a uh, enemy mind with a uh, I love Den- enemy mind. Den- Dennis Quaid and uh, Lou Gossett Jr. as the I uh, love the Lou Gossett makeup in that movie yeah <laughs> he's the female alien which is super yeah. funny um not really not really female alien, but I don't know his species as, yeah, exactly. well it's like yeah it's like he, he's famous. like um is yeah. he the female or are they like asexual? I can't remember. I think they're like I think they're asexual asexual beings. Or uh, yeah, they self-produce, self-reproduce, so, whatever. Yeah. I forget there's a medical term for that. But yeah. do you remember Alien Nation? Yes, yeah, we talked about that before. That the TV yeah. show with uh, well, James Conn. Yeah. yeah. It was a movie and then a TV show. Yes. Um, yeah, but I remember being like really they like they drank milk or I forget. Like, yeah, they, the kids went to high school. It was like nine. It was like nine and two and oh with aliens. Yeah, and like people were like they were divided. There was a very big like class system. Yeah, exactly. There. Basically, it was um, like the. It was basically you know uh, aliens came to Earth and like they you know stayed here. They they ended up like uh, assimilating to our culture, but there, there's this element of racism. You know, very similar to lots of pro- like that movie bright kind of did the same thing with humans and orcs and like you know that kind of thing but yeah. um it was like really interesting like i thought the movie's good i actually really like the tv show um, yeah me too but uh yeah that was interesting i have to say one of my favorite alien especially well specifically like alien invasion movies is uh, invasion of body snatchers uh the 50s one is great but as we, we even just talked about it recently talking about the triumvirate yeah. of tall skinny weirdos but God damn, what a perfect movie. The 1970s Invasion of Ice Centrist is so fucking good. It's so genuinely creepy. And again, it builds that atmosphere of terror and and paranoia. And like, you don't know who to trust. And you, you can't escape because they're fucking everywhere. And like, that helplessness of like trying to delay the, uh, you know, the inevitably, you know, you're going to get, you know, I don't know if it, it's. It, it is weird. And it's actually like oddly, you know, so it's really funny. It's kind of like to me, that movie is very oddly poetic uh, mm-hmm. to the time that we live in now. Uh, not to say that like people are aliens, but I think more just with everything being quarantined. When you go in public, I had this conversation tonight. Like, you don't know, like the the person that's standing next to you. Like, you don't know if they are like they call like silent carrier of of you know illness. And like, so it's kind of weird. It's kind of like this, not an invasion of body scenario, but you're obviously very cautious, like when you walk out of your house. And I always, yeah. it kind of reminds me of the scene at the very end of the movie where she's like kind of walking through and like kind of going with the motions, but like sees her friend like, hey, <laughs> like I like, <laughs> over and he's like, ah, oh, he just needs my favorite. So apparently, yeah, uh, f- funny story. Um, my wife's not a big, big horror movie fan. Um, at all but um she does know some things and uh so apparently when i was sleeping like a couple nights ago apparently i made 
uh, in, in my sleep, I just like made this sound that sounded like that, that, that uh, Donald Sutherland character at the end of the movie. I was like, oh, like in my sleep, and I went back to bed, uh, like scared the shit out of everybody in my house, and then uh, haven't been able to replicate it. So apparently, I was, I was just channeling my inner body snatcher. Uh, at the end of the day but that is to your point that is a practically a near perfect movie um i would actually even rival i would actually even defend it over the thing um which, which was going to come up i was, was yeah, waiting for that to come up yeah, yeah. I, I was actually trying to wait to delay to the end to to bring it up because i feel like that's always a go-to for like alien movies yeah um but i think i, I think the other, so the other thing too like that obviously i think hasn't brought up is the blob yeah, the Blob is a perfect alien movie because that yeah. is an. I mean, I will tell. I mean, I will say that in the nineteen eighties version, like the the continuation or remake, whatever you want to call it, it was a man made. But in the original Blob, that was that was from outer space. Yep. Like, it's a, it's they find it in the Arctic, right? Like in the original, like nineteen fifties. So, is that where they find it? I feel like they find it on ice or something like that. I don't know. I know. It's still a comet. I know it still comes uh, down from a yeah. comet. But, but it uh, comes down from a it comes down from a comet. Um, whereas they they just changed on the eighties where it came down from like a space. It came from space. Um, but I was thinking I would classify the Blob as a, as an alien movie. Well, the thing is, and that's what's funny because I'm glad you brought that up because I've said for years like I hate these sort of like humanoid bipedal versions of aliens because if you think of life on another planet, you know life. We, we are all biped, bipedal here. We're all humanoids here uh, for the most part. Um, but that doesn't mean, because that's the way that life evolved in our planet because of conditions and circumstance and all those factors that play into it. But, you know, life on another planet, maybe life looks like fucking giant jellyfish or they, they take forms that we don't see as what would be, we would normally consider life. That's why the blob is so interesting because it's almost like a giant, like, you know, protozoa, giant enzyme. Yeah. like. And that's more interesting to me than like, oh, I'm another fucking, I look like an insect. Like, fuck that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's what I really liked about, and I we said this before, I talked about before on shows, like people should have the movie Slither, but like that's what I really liked about that movie too yeah. is because that thing starts off just in like this gelatinous orb and it's just a little, like little yeah. being with a singer. Yeah, little bubble wall. And shoots into Michael, Michael uh, Roker's chest and then next thing you know like he he's morphing and and learning to your point like space is a is a dirty voidless entity so i could imagine the shit that comes out of space like is probably not great no and that's um, the thing is there's there's uh did you ever see the movie life yes not a lot of people yes. liked it i actually really liked it i, I thought the alien life form there is very similar too it's it's um <laughs> it's not like a normal you know uh how we would see a, a something like a creature oh. um and i thought it was really i actually really liked the movie life and again people yeah. kind of shit all over it but i actually really liked it uh, yeah. another movie real quick if i can bring it up um that i really loved and i thought one the aliens were very unique um and it was actually like a very interesting movie was a arrival oh um, yeah great movie i need to actually rewatch it a great cast um really You're interesting talking movie. about arrival with Amy Adams and not yes. the arrival with Charlie Sheen, right? No, but that's so. Uh, wait, is Charlie Sheen in the other? Because I know there's like contact. Wait, didn't I have with Charlie Sheen? 
No, who's in contact? No, contact was Jodie Foster. But who's it's Jodie Foster? Somebody else, isn't it? Let me see. All right. We have we have the internet here. So so the arrival is the one with Charlie Sheen. Yes. Okay. That's actually pretty. I thought that was a pretty good movie. Was no, it? that was that was good too. I was just but I to your point, I think you were referring yes. to the to the to the other one. Um, but yes, the new the new one, the two thousand. Yeah. Whatever, eighteen, nineteen, uh, probably eighteen. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a movie that was really good. And one thing again, I loved about it is that the aliens, like even the way they we have to figure out how they communicate, and, like it's just really fun. I'm like that's what I kind of, you know, would assume life from another planet would be more like. Um, and again, very ominous, but a very like interesting twist to the end and stuff. Um, but yeah, that that's that's one of those films I feel like, you know, did something new with. Uh, you know, the idea of, of alien life forms. What was the other one too? And, and I'm blanking on the name, but it was with uh, Natalie Portman. Annihilation. Annihilation, yes. Yeah. Like, that, that was another kind of, I guess you would call it like an alien movie. Like it's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. I mean, it like, it kind of is absorbing the area and mutating it around. But um, yeah, I think that was, that would also be uh, the call. I heard, I mean, that book is supposed to be fantastic. Um, I mean, it's the guy that directed, um, uh, um, fuck, I'm blanking on the name, uh, also Natalie Portman, and uh, it's about like the guy who invents the artificial life, um, it, uh, you know, um, Poe Dameron and uh, uh, oh, X, X. Oscar Isaac, Oscar awesome. Isaac, and uh, he plays like the, like the scientist who creates and like, it's not Natalie Portman. I'm sorry, it's not Natalie Portman. The girl just looks just like Natalie Portman to me. Yeah, we, it's like we, ex, ex, ex Machina, right? Yeah, Ex Machina, yes. Exactly. Yeah, so like same director and stuff, but um, okay. I, I really liked I, I liked Annihilation, but I've heard the book is unbelievable. Um, Way better. But uh, yeah, well, there was another movie I wanted to fucking talk about. I can't remember. Um, well, one, one thing I want to bring up, because um, I actually have a postcard over my desk, uh, it's one of the weirdest fucking movies, uh, alien movies ever made. One of the weirder, which is saying a lot, but one of the weirder uh, early 80s movies. Uh, have you seen Extro? Yes, like uh, a very, very long time ago. And I and I have not seen it since. So yeah, it's a wow. British, it's a basic, it's fucking hard to follow, but it's like this British... It's, so it's a British produced film and it's got a bunch of like no name actors. Um, I mean, first off, it opens with a, a woman giving birth to a full grown man. It has. Uh, That's right. It's got like toys that kind of like. It's a weird fucking movie, but the makeup design of the extra creature, because it's basically like a dude on his back, like basically a dude in a crab walk stance. But yeah. like, so it's a. Really interesting makeup, really memorable makeup, really interesting. Uh, it's a fucking weird movie, but it's very it, interesting. Yeah, if I remember right, right, he he gets abducted or he goes missing and he comes back and he doesn't remember anything until he realizes that he's like he is he's an alien. A, he's an alien, and then he starts trying to take control his of his son. son. Yeah, because yeah, his son is part alien. Yeah, and then yes, yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, it's it's funny too because this this was actually on a list of uh, I was I was watching a. Um, uh, what culture today on on YouTube, and it was a list of top ten sci-fi movies that make you go like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Or like, people don't understand. And this was on there, uh, <laughs> and that's what it reminded me of. It. Um, and it was at the top too, uh, towards like two, like like two or three. Um, I remember seeing like, it. I may or may not have been not sober when I saw it the first time. 
in my that's probably the best way to watch that movie because you probably understand it more honestly yeah exactly it is you know it's definitely and the thing is it's one of those movies it's goofy but dude it's actually like it's a it's a pretty interesting movie now apparently there are like a bunch of sequels made um uh that aren't nearly as charming there's just two there's two two, yeah yeah Yeah. but they're like with like really bad cgi and uh made for practically no money but the same director um but uh i haven't seen the the uh two sequels but they didn't look good but the first was very charming definitely a product of the early 80s the director is this weird looking british dude and like he seems like a pretty intense dude to begin with so i'm like okay this makes sense but yeah the sequels look like dog shit so but maybe they're good i don't know i haven't seen them i shouldn't judge but and and then the last thing i want to bring up was is a great alien invasion movie it has bounty hunters in it and we talked about before is critters of course of course, yes. Of course. Good, good call. I can't believe well, I... that. That's what I. That's what I was gonna say. Like I'm looking up Extro, like the face of the aliens uh, from Extro kind of remind me of the critters, like a little bit. It, yeah, it but... looks like it'd be from that the same kind of like era. If you shave down a critter, that's probably what it exactly, would. Exactly, a hairless critter. <laughs> Hair, hairless, hairless critter. Um, a critter. Yeah, I always that, that was always uh, what I always loved about critters is like not necessarily just the critters. I always love the intergalactic bounty hunters um, yes. in that. And I, and I love seeing it. It's actually, I think it's in the second one where the, uh, the bounty hunter like comes in. Cause you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're faceless. They morph into whatever. And uh, morphs into the woman that's in the play, the playboy. Yeah. And uh, has to pull, yep. like that's literally has a staple. Dude, <laughs> in I was so, I, had to I pull was that really, out. I was really into her when I was a kid. <laughs> I, you know, how can you not be? That's, that's I what I would, Heard I would that want to say. Black leather space outfit thing. And... That's, uh, yep. Critters giving everybody the feels since 1980. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's, that to me is always, I, that's always stuck out to me as well as, uh, as a really good, like, alien movie. Um, and Critters are just ruthless little, you know, vermin <laughs> yeah I mean, so. the thing is their movies were fun i mean those movies were great they they were gory they had you know creature effects they were funny and silly um they usually had kid protagonists which when you're a kid is pretty you know you like seeing kids your own age sort of you know being involved in those films uh the giant like critter balls and stuff like just a great i mean if you don't like critters man you just don't like fun yeah you that's, know, that's, like, that's very true I can't believe it didn't get brought up on this podcast because it's, I think it's probably the most talked about movie on this podcast, uh, but it's Night of the Creeps. I, you know, it's funny when I, when I was mentioning Critters and you were talking about very unique uh, aliens. Yeah, that, that's totally a, an alien invader movie. I don't know which was weirder, the, uh, the slugs or the actual like aliens? alien from the beginning of the movie with this naked alien, tiny alien butt. It's uh, given the finger. It's so funny because you said uh, um, the the alien. Um, so the aliens in well, one because they have like take on multiple. One of the aliens in, in Seminoids literally looks like a little penis, um, like a but but it actually looks a lot like the aliens in uh, Night of the Creeps too. That sort of weird fleshy, blah, like. Uh, anyways, but yes, I, I figured we need to bring it up because it is sort of no. like. It, it is uh, very much an alien movie, and it's it's a great call. Uh, alien, alien very movie. Uh, movies I will not talk about on this uh, podcast are Men in Black. So that's one. 
No, men, no men black, no, uh, uh, no um, uh, Independence Day, sorry. I know people no. love that movie. Uh, I'm sure. not one of those people. Um, I like Jeff Goldblum, just not yeah. that much. Yeah, I love Jeff Goldblum. Um, what, are the other, what are some of the other ones we won't talk about? Uh, I'm sure there's many. Mm. Um, yeah, I will say, though, Men Black, uh, the first one I like, but they get worse after that. But Jesus Christ. Uh, um, uh, Actually, I will say I really like the, the third Men in Black with Jermaine Clement as the, uh, the guy that was uh, being kept on the moon. Um, I did not see that. I did not see that. Oh. I just realized I didn't see it. And I didn't see the new one either, the international oh. one. He was bad um, either, but honestly, like the, the third way it was it was time travel and Jermaine Clement was a bad guy and he just plays a really good bad guy. And I love Jeremy. I mean Jermaine Clement's a fucking yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, and his he's, hand he's, is a, his hand is a he his hand is a spider, so it's kinda like he's got spiders that live in him. So it's kinda cool. That's creepy. Um but yeah, I will say though, people can you wanna talk about uh uh you know, men black, say whatever you will. But Vincent D'Onofrio was fucking bad as fuck in that movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, I, I know it's funny we we had this uh i said in a meeting saying they were saying something about exterminators and i'm like yeah the, the two exterminators anytime somebody says exterminator the the first two things that come to mind are uh edgar from uh men in black in the edgar suit uh john candy kill, kill both. and then yes it, it, and well and, and john goodman is the other yeah. one that comes in from oh john goodman that's yeah that's yeah, what i meant for arachnophobia sorry and mind you, I said that, and nobody got the, nobody got the reference for what? either one. I was like, "You guys are, need to go." I can't talk to you. Oh my! I love John Goodman. Uh, I was like, "We'll watch Arachnophobia and watch John Goodman stomp on spiders." Uh, okay. It is now, it is dumb. dumb yet smart. So uh, I gotta say, I mean, there's a ton. I mean, we can talk about this all day. Uh, this movie, I come in peace. Suburban Commando. Um, uh, lots of great B, B movies, but Earth, one, girls two, are, Earth Girls Are Easy. Earth Girls Are Easy. But I feel like there's two we need to. I want to just touch on before you go. First off, because one is your background, your Zoom background, which is I think the criminally underrated, really hated. Very much so. Uh, Tim Burton, uh, Tim Burton's uh, version of the 1950s Topps trading card property of uh, Mars Attacks, which I think yeah. is one of the funnest movies of. Uh, of its era, I think at the time, you know, I think people Very share over so. it. Um, and I think it's. And if you don't genius. like Mars Attack, you you have no sense of humor whatsoever. I agree. Um, period. Like, just hang up your hat and go watch like period pieces. Like, you have no sense of comedy whatsoever. Mars Attack is by far the funniest alien movie. Agree. Ever ever created in my mind, um, and I love the aliens in this movie. Um, and it is definitely. Look, yeah, I totally ah, agree with you. It's, ah, ah, um, I totally agree. Super underrated. It has a great cast. Dude, um, that's the other Tom thing. Tom Jones is an action star. Jim Brown. I mean, the, the cast is great, dude. Yeah, you cannot you cannot go wrong. With Mars Attack. If you haven't seen Mars Attack, if you're listening, but first thing you do, like call out of work tomorrow and and watch Mars Attack. Um, enjoy your okay. quarantine day at home. I think Mars Attack actually kind of wrote like kind of. I think Mars Attack is. I think because his movies were so beloved critically and commercially that um, the fact that Mars Attacks wasn't a big success critically or commercially, I think kind of really started the downfall of, uh, of poor Tim Burton. And by poor Tim Burton, I mean kind of fuck that guy. But at the same time, I was such a huge fan of his. I still think Ed Wood is in my top three favorite movies ever made. Um, uh, but 
yeah, I feel like it was like, I think he thought it was going to be like the next big thing and then it wasn't and it, people kind of hated it. And I think they just didn't get it. And I don't normally say, oh, they didn't get it. But I think Mars Attacks is one of those movies where I think people just didn't get it. But um, I fucking yeah. love it. I uh, think there's people think, to your point, I think Tim Burton at that time, they were so used to the Tim Burton movie um, that they watched this movie and were like, this is too different. Um, but it still had a Tim Burton style, and that's that's what I don't get. Um, but, yeah, I totally agree. I, don't, I think it's completely underrated. It never gets enough credit. Um, yet it's probably one of the most, like, quotable and, like, imaged things when you talk about – when you type in Mars, like, that's, like, Mars yeah. tech. Like, that's the first thing that comes in. So – so one last movie I wanted to bring up just because I wanted to, because uh, I, I watched it in the last couple of months and I mean, it's problematic. I think I even brought it up on this pot, one of our podcasts recently is fucking the war of the, the, the Tom Cruise war of the worlds. And I think that movie is actually just, really just, tense. I'm Go just going to pause you for one second and say, thank you for not saying Cloverfield. Cause I was, I was really gonna ask Say I don't want to talk about Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> Cloverfield's fine. I mean, I would I would add that in a discussion of giant monster movies. Um, oh, I can talk about alien. the sequel because the interesting is pretty. What's up? What's that? It's an alien. It's an alien. No, I know it's an alien, but I'm saying I would my my oh. natural instinct was talk about yeah. it. Put it in the same yeah. veins as like a Godzilla or whatever. Um, but the, the sequel is pretty interesting. But anyways, um, people shit all over the Spielberg War of the Worlds. People fucking shit all over Tom Cruise in that movie, and I just don't get it. Yes, there are some, there are some minor problems with it, but um, first off, fucking Tim Robbins as it, it, Tim Robbins' small role in the movie, is, he's incredible in it. Um, I think it's actually genuinely terrifying. Um, mm-hmm. I think the first 30 minutes of it are perfectly set up the the like holy fuck what is happening kind of vibe that would actually happen um yeah it doesn't you know the kids are kind of like it's it falls in that sort of unlikable kids who just constantly are getting into trouble or not listening to what they're supposed to be doing Matt, their dad family drama bullshit um which i do think detracts from the overall script i think they could have found a more interesting dynamic than falling into such a cliched oh we don't like dad you know i'm not gonna listen to what he says i'm gonna run around and cause more problems um, but I think it's a, I, I still think it's an enjoyable script. I think the special effects are still amazing. I still think taking that, like the original War of the Worlds and the H.G. Wells, like, like you know, the the cover illustrations and, and of like the pods, like the tripods or whatever. I think how they did it was really great. I think it's a fucking really good movie, and it's weird that people just fucking hate it. I yeah, I I do know there's a lot of hate for that movie. Um, in, in fact. Yeah, fun story. So I actually saw World of Worlds at like a press screening before it was released for Paramount. Um, the only time that I've really been to like a like a pre-screening premiere with the press, and it was at uh, Times Square um, at one of the uh, Paramount uh, theaters. It was like an AMC. And uh, I saw that, and I really liked it, but I remember people leaving that theater, like, and some of the critics that were there were already panning it. And I, I think part of it is, I don't know if it was just, they just weren't a fan of like Tom Cruise, like in the movie, cause that was part of it. 
And, and I think the other part of it and was. Like, and the thing is, it, it, it was right around the time of the Tom Cruise backlash. So it was after yeah. like the couch thing. And like, so I think yeah. mainly it was just people hated Tom Cruise. So, yeah. which is unfortunate, but you know. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It's, it's a good movie. Um, I, I think it's grown on me over time. I initially was like, well, and I'm not a too huge Tom Cruise fan. I always make that very clear. Like, I think that was around the same time, to your point of the whole couch, like Katie Holmes being crazy type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's just times, just like Johnny, just, I will say, just like Johnny Depp is now, like Tom Cruise was then, it was like far less bankable because there's just a lot of crazy stuff going on and people. Yeah. So I think you're like the same thing. If you put Johnny Depp in another Tim Burton movie, Regardless of how great the movie was, I think it would tank because yeah. people, are just just tired of it. people are just tired, tired of it. Um, but it sucks because it is, if it is a really good movie, people tend to crap on it just because their personal feelings of an actor versus like the actual merit of the movie. It's definitely worth a watch. And I, I do think the visuals are really great. And to your point, Tim Robbins' character was fantastic in that movie. Uh, and it was, it was creepy. Um, the, the, even the last like final scene in the movie where he's like finally getting his son home, he's like carrying the kids the do- yeah. like yeah carrying the dog like that is uh, a really compelling like scene uh, like father trying to get his kid home um yeah. so i, I mean i think that the, the plane crash sequence is so fucking amazing yeah. in that movie uh, i saw that on the universal tour last time i was on there actually uh, oh yeah they still have they, it yep. yeah they still have it in the back lot which is kind of cool but yeah i think uh i think alien films like there's so many different ways that you can take it and then people have done really interesting things with it. Whether it's like something like really interesting and intelligent, you know, um, uh, something like say Arrival versus uh, fucking Mars Attacks where it's fun and silly and goofy and over the top uh, or big blockbuster type of things. But I think people are so fascinated by the concept of life that isn't human terrestrial life uh, that something that you can always go to, whether it's like a sci-fi, like a Star Wars kind of aliens, or just your sort of typical sort of gray man type aliens. I think it's always going to be something that's interesting. Um, and it's funny because even when I was making this list, I was like, "Fuck, I really do like a lot of alien movies." Like, and yeah, movies about you know alien life. Like, I was like, "Damn, there's a lot of that." In fact, I think oh, tonight I'm going to rewatch Life. So hey, there you go. It's it's not a genre that you you associate. With a lot of movies like you think aliens you think alien but you don't kind of like to your point there's so many variations of alien films these are just another version of like the creature feature um and i think that's what people tend to forget but when you really start digging in like we did tonight there's so many facets of that that are like even you could even really honestly say they're like even in some like dramatic movies there's like some like more dramatic like alien films yeah. Um, there's family-friendly alien films, and there's creature features, and the whole nine yards. I, I think to your point, we, we talk hours about absolutely uh, about alien movies, but I think it's just a good reminder that there are some really good alien films out there. And if you're looking for something distracting and off of this planet, um, this is probably a good a good welcome change uh, than kind of you know pandemic movies or apocalyptic movies and things like yeah. that. So uh, yeah, I think it was it was a good topic though. Uh, for tonight and it's definitely i'd love to, yeah. love to dig in deeper um to your point of some of the films that i think we really like they live we can really dive deep into yeah on, an, on another episode absolutely we definitely have a topic we could come back to because i'm sure we left off a million movies yeah and there's just two i wanted to bring up that are probably aren't too like popular 
and again, I always fear that Jimothy is going to haze me for saying them. So, Jimothy. I like I liked evolution and I liked faculty. Like, I think those are yeah. just brain. Yeah, I think they're like just brain oh. dead movies that you just pop on. I, I love evolution. I, I will never I will never criticize anybody for liking I mean, like evolution. David Duchovny. Yeah. I'm the, gonna say the, the Prince uh, of Aliens. Dude, David Duchovny is my eternal man crush forever. I fucking love that dude. I think he's so underrated. I think Californication was, you know, it was good, but I think, you know, it, it, my problems with it are less. I mean, David Duchovny is always great and everything. Plus, it, always, it also had um, uh, uh, Orlando he, Jones, Sean William Scott. Uh, Julianne Moore. I'd say, and then say the, the actress of the 90s and early 2000s. Dan Aykroyd. Moore. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Dan, dude, yeah. That was just on TV. I, I, I had donkey, donkey Lips from Salute Your yeah, Shorts. Yeah, it did have Donkey oh, Lips from Salute Your Shorts. And it had uh, Ethan Silkley before he got really Shorts, thin. it did. Uh, yeah. yeah, and they were uh, they were the, they were the brothers. <laughs> My favorite part of that entire movie is where, where they were uh, reading the papers, and he's like, and we got a paper here, and it was all about cells. And it started <laughs> off with, uh, my, my uncle lives in a cell. It's six by ten. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah. and, I, and I think, uh, I think faculty had some validity with, with, uh, with Robert Patrick being in there. Uh, but I, I still overthink, you know, like, uh, it, that was a pretty good movie to as far as like a teen alien movie, yeah. if you will. That was one that went the exact opposite, that they picked Earth because of all the water. Which was, was, like which which is actually more relevant than yeah. the sirens. You know, they needed they needed the water to live. They needed a lot of water, and they probably didn't know about salt water because <laughs> uh, that probably wasn't <laughs> salt water would fuck them up. But uh, but yes, like very. I yeah. also like the faculty as well. Um, it is a, a guilty pleasure. Um, oh, not even guilty. It's just a pleasure. Well, pleasure awesome. Well, crisis averted. And another one in the books, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank, thank Dirty Derek and Jimothy James Dean for, again, you know, just lending their, their expertise in the alien alien genre. And again, I think you're right, absolutely right. This is something that we do need to, to revisit again uh, down the line in person. God, I miss I miss like uh, just seeing y'all like in in the studio, um, but but hopefully hopefully soon. Um, but yeah, no, like as we mentioned at the beginning, we are all now on social media, on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us at uh, the non the non perverted at Tank Rod Pod. That's T A N K R O D P O D. And then uh, if you want to uh, chime in on our conversation today, don't forget to use the hashtag Going Commando or Rod Pod and let us know what you think. Um, yeah, for Dirty Dirty Derek. Uh, and Jimothy, oh, Jimothy, Keanu Reeves for Cobra, sold. I mean, I'll buy Keanu Reeves in anything, so maybe. I might like no, that. I, I will throw this out there. I'm sorry, last thought of the day before we go. Uh, I did hear <laughs> that the writer of John Wick is teaming up with James Wan for a... Uh, TV series. For, no, for a sci-fi movie um, about a, uh, like a Marshall or a bounty hunter that's in the future and he becomes like a uh, or a lawman in the future and he becomes a, an enemy of the state and the punishment for enemy of the state is they send you back to a a time period of their choosing they give you three days to acclimate uh to that time period before they send a group of bounty hunters after you in that time period to kill you 
Um, so, wow. That's pretty interesting. Okay. That, is, like, that right, sounds right. bomb. I'm like, it sounds pretty cool. I'm like, if it's, a guy did, if it's anything like John Wick, I'm like, it's John Wick in space. It would be kind of cool. Fucking sold on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I want to say this thank you again, uh, not to be redundant there. Uh, but yeah, make sure to follow us on Spotify. Uh, subscribe to us and make sure to leave us a five-star review. Follow us on social media now. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, who did it last time, folks? Was it Derek or uh, Jimothy? <clears throat> oh, okay, we'll, we'll do it. Uh, we'll leave it for you, Dirty Derek. Close us out. Uh, so many great things I can say. I guess I guess I will say uh, in a classic Spock. Uh, so live long and prosper, people. Um, live long and like and subscribe uh, on our new Twitter handle and Instagram. Don't make me be the first follower on Instagram because I am. Um, you were. <laughs> I, I am. I am. I literally was doing as we start the trend and uh, and, and follow, um, so I don't look a loser following my own podcast because that sounds terrible. So uh, yeah. That being said, uh, peace out. This one's for you, Keanu. Yes. This one's for you, <laughs> sure. Roddy Piper. That's right. Oh, it's always oh, for Roddy. Roddy Piper. Always, always for Roddy Piper. Always for the Rodster. So oh, all right. the hot rod. All right. See you on the next one, folks. Peace.